Hey, me gente, it's your girl Kat. And Shirley. And welcome back to another episode of Mana Talk. Okay, Mana. Um, we mentioned in our last episode that we were going to talk about some of these red flags. Yes. Okay, how to recognize them, you know, and see that they're there and then, you know, what to do. Um, and then eventually, you know, seeing how to get out of it and stuff, you know, and what's the next move for right. us. You know, I mean, this is kind of a hard one because, you know, sometimes I think it's hard to recognize the red flags, you know, something, you know, you're not used to or, or anything, or maybe, you know, your emotions for the person kind of blinds you sometimes right. from seeing you it. tend to ignore it. Right. right. So, you know, it, it's, it's one of those things that I think all of us have missed red flags in this whole dating thing or even in relationships or previous relationships because you know of an emotional tie to the person and we don't want to maybe see anything so-called negative in mm-hmm. it so mm-hmm. but i think it's important to kind of um recognize those er- the earlier earliest possible in the relationship that you can recognize a red flag is the best i think i've learned in my 47 years i've learned that the earliest that you do it it's better for you, you know, in the long run. What I think, do you think so too. I think so too. The earlier the better. Less um, less issues down the line. True. Um, and just, you know, you don't waste your time. You just don't waste your time. You right. keep going and exploring other options and you know what to look out for. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's that that's the best thing. I mean it's hard. It's hard when you're in it, it's easy for us to hear we're talking about it okay and everything like that in mm-hmm. retrospect of what we've been through and things like that, what we've experienced, you know, good, bad, ugly and everything. But um, when you're in it, in the weeds of everything and stuff, it's kind of like, you know, it's harder to recognize because you have a lot of things going on and everything. You have, you know, you're happy one moment, you're, you're this and that, you're, you know, you're sad, you know, you're in the relationship, you know, I love him kind of thing and stuff, you know, and so all that kind of you know, can cloud your judgment or, you know, you don't want to see anything bad. So right, you kind exactly. of like, you know, just say, oh, you know, no, that's not what it is. And you kind of like talk yourself out of it or whatever. So, but I think, you know, if we can try to recognize these um, red flags and stuff, the sooner the better is a better outcome for us in right. the end. And this is in general for men and women. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is not just, you know, for men. I mean, you know, remember, remember that, you know, we talk about men being because we that's who we date we date men so right obviously a lot of the things when we're talking we're just gonna you know we're gonna say hey you know and the man or this man that i've dated or whatever or men have always will say men because that's who we deal with and everything but this goes out to women you know for for the men out here dating women and for men dating men and women dating women whatever it's relationships period so between yep. two people so this is a general thing for two people in a relationship or trying to be in a relationship okay so mm-hmm. you know um go ahead and get started what what kind of what's one of the red flags that you've noticed for yourself like you know and just in your experience that you think um will be something to look out for uh the way he spends his money okay yeah okay. i can see that i can see that that to me shows a lot of um just you know how responsible you are because if we talked about last episode paying your bills you know, right. and that involves money management. Right. You know, prioritizing and making sure those bills are paid on a monthly basis. So, 
how you're spending your money. If you're spending your money on these crazy things, you know, you're noticing certain spending habits, those type of, you know, trends there, those patterns, that's a red flag to me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You're short on money, or maybe even asking for money, like, oh, can I, uh, can I borrow $40, you know, for gas, you know, I'm short on this, but, but it becomes like a weekly thing. Like, what's going on here? Right, the borrowing, especially, like, especially if you're, I think I think when you first start to date and you get to know the person, you know when certain things happen too early, it's like it's really a red flag kind of thing. So like if you just started dating, he's asking you for twenty dollars for gas. Mm-hmm. Why? What makes you that comfortable? I mean, I'm glad I'm not making you feel comfortable, but that kind of thing you shouldn't be asking somebody right. who you just met and maybe just been talking for a few weeks, and you're asking them for money. It makes me think. Okay, why don't you have the twenty dollars? Like, if I wasn't dating you, if I wasn't talking to you, mm-hmm. what would you do about right. your gas? Exactly. You know, where so. where would you go? Who would you know? Clearly, you're gonna ask somebody. But what's going on that you're in this issue, like this predicament? Right. And then when you're actually in the relationship and all that, if you see a pattern, because all these red flags, all these red flags that we're, we're talking about, it it comes from you having to see patterns. That repeat themselves right yep so you know if you start seeing a pattern of money issues they're always asking to borrow money they're always you know short for this and short for that and so forth you know you need to see that red flag poking out at you and it's like wait a minute something going on either they're just very frivolous with their money and stuff you know they're just very free and spending it on dumb stuff or you know what is there something else that's taking up their money yep you know, is there a vice? Is there right. something that's there that can be dangerous, that can be potentially dangerous to both of you? Mm-hmm. Not only him, but to you yourself as well and stuff, you know, to maybe your surroundings, things like that, that can, that they're spending their money on and it's that important that they have to spend it on that they don't have for like their basics. Exactly. So, you know, that to me would be, you know, a red flag that you're like, wait a minute, let me look at this, ask questions. Nothing you wrong know. with asking questions. Nothing wrong with asking the questions and everything. And to me, I've always noticed in my experience, I think, that when I ask questions and the person gets irritated a lot about my questions and things like that, I'm like, I see that as um, you got something to hide. Mm-hmm. Why are you getting irritated? I'm just asking a damn question. Right. You know? If there's nothing to hide, then you should be able to go ahead and answer my question without an issue. Right. Exactly. And so I don't, I don't see no problem with that. But a lot of people, from what I've seen, so, you know, I ask questions about anything. Not only, you know, red flags and everything, but anything. And then, you know, they get irritated that I'm asking the question. Oh, that, you know, you nosy or you you want to know too much. Well, you know what? In this dating world, oh, hello, mm-hmm. I'm trying to get to know your ass. So right. what do you want me to do? Like yeah. pretend and just make up shit? No, right. I'm asking you because I want to know <laughs> what about you. You know, mm-hmm. so it's like, I don't I don't know what you want from me. You know, so. Um, but that's a big one. The, the money thing comes up a lot from what I, from, I hear from friends, you know, from people that and when they tell me some of their relationship stuff or things that they're going through, money's a big thing. And we already know relationships, financial. And it's a, it's a, a big, big one. And it's a big thing in marriages too, as far as, you know, the reason for divorce. A lot of it has to yeah. do with money, unfortunately. And I, th- I feel like maybe if those things were captured before marriage, you know, it, and maybe it wouldn't have resulted in marriage. Right. Yeah. And, and then they would have caught their red flags there and then went and parted ways. Right. And found someone that could, you know, make, make, be more compatible. Yeah. Know? Because I, I, you know, there is no, 
You don't wait until maybe you're married to start looking for red flags and stuff. You Mm-mm. look at you oh, look no. for red flags, and you know we've all had to learn this because I think we've mm-hmm. all missed red flags and you know beforehand and stuff right. in the early on stages of a relationship. We because we were so you know into oh you know I'm in love oh my goodness he's so nice he's so this all yes. this mess or whatever right. oh my god he's so fine you know that whole fine thing he's so funny you're right so you know so. <laughs> So I think, you know, that we're, we've all been blinded. There's no one person that can come up. I don't care who you are. We can go ahead and dispute this, argue this, or whatever you want to do. You can get on my, you know, on the post. When I post this, you can get on this and say, I disagree and stuff. And I've never been in this predicament. No BS. Yes, you have. Everybody has. At some point in time in your life, everybody has missed red flags and you know things exploded in the end or something yeah you know kind of thing that they could have prevented you know so that's the whole thing with reflex it's just trying to prevent things in the future from happening and getting out of things before it gets too deep kind of thing you right. know where it gets harder um you know one of the other ones to me a red flag is just dishonesty mm. kind of thing you know so big one that you know, yeah, that that's a that's a big one, and it comes in different forms. So it's not just one form of dishonesty; it just comes in different forms. Like a simple form that I've learned in dating, getting to know somebody, is like their pattern of when I hear from them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Contact. Yep. Yeah. Right. So like, if I'm you know this particular person, let's call him Joe. Um, he's constantly you know texting. He's a text king all day long. He's at work and everything else. He want to call somebody during lunch, even video chat you during lunchtime, whatever. Hey, babe, you know, you know, when are you taking lunch so I can call you? We can talk, with yada, yada, yada. Yeah. So all day long and stuff like that, he's all good. Just texting away and stuff, having a conversation and everything, you know. He's a little, you know, chatterbox. But then I, you know, happen to text him or whatever, and it's after, you know, six, seven or whatever. And then I don't hear nothing from him. I'm, you know, nothing. And then all of a sudden he answered my 6 p.m. text at the end of 7 o'clock in the morning the next mm. day. You know, yep. and that becomes a pattern. That's a red flag to me. It's like, okay, what's going on? In those night? hours, yeah. What, what, you know, what, what's up? Yeah. You know, and what do I do? I question. You know, and if they get mad, and they're like, oh, well, you know, I'm busy, whatever. Like, oh, you can't text nothing back? Mm-hmm. Say, oh, let me let me, let me me hit you back in a minute because I'm in the middle of something. But you were worried about my lunchtime right. and video chatting me then. So to me, it's like, okay, there's something else going on. I say, you know, they probably got a whole woman at home that they don't want to talk about. Most, but during the day, they're at work, so they're safe. But they can't talk at night because she's right there in their bed right next there. to them, you know, kind next of thing. To him. And the children and everything else. So, you know, the whole dishonesty thing is a big red flag and stuff. You know, um, are they, they could be married. They can just have, a, you know, a girlfriend. They, you know, some other, like, hidden life. You know, that's true. And, it, and that's kind of common. Like, mm-hmm. they're, and, you know, for the ones that are straight up with their, not saying that's a good thing. That's like, oh, I'm married, but this is my situation. Okay, that, at least you're explaining it. Still not good. You need to work it out. You need to figure yourself out not interested but the ones that oh like you said no contact in the evening mm-hmm. and then uh go ahead and just uh reply to you in the morning like it's okay like it's just normal or right. that i mean come on really because like real with yourself like i don't be honest with stuff i mean i think we've kept kept it on us all this time and everything but like right now i'm dealing with this one guy and we talk you know converse 
a lot during the day. Mm-hmm. A lot during the day. And, I, you know, when I noticed that his pattern of after a certain time in the evening, you know, then I don't hear from him until the next morning kind of thing, you know, I just pulled back. I, I don't, I didn't talk to him as much or whatever. And what happened was, you know, he came to me and he just, you know, sent me a text and he was like, hey, what's up, what's going on? I don't hear from you. And I said, well, you know, I don't tend to hear from you. I was very upfront with him. I don't tend to hear from you except for during the day you kind of disappear. Mm-hmm. So you go ninja ghost and stuff on me at night. What do you mean? No, I don't. I've called you at night and stuff, but you haven't answered. What I said, you call me one time. Mm-hmm. Stop it. Don't act like you call me multiple times right. and I don't answer. You call me one time in the evening that I happen to be busy. I haven't heard from you since in the evening, not even a text in the evening. For how long now? So, yeah, I pulled back. I said, I'm not going to keep, you know, having a conversation with you during the day if I can't even have a conversation with you at night. So, I said, it makes me think, I said, you must have a woman or something. Yeah. You know, I don't have anybody. I don't have anybody, you know. I'm I'm single. Why do you think I'm talking to you? I'm really trying to get to know you. Well, you can get to know me during the day and night. That's right. I said, I don't have anybody that I'm hiding from. Mm -hmm. I can answer your text during the night. Just like I can during the day. Yeah. You know. And I've just kept him at bay. You know, he's just, you know, he can have great conversation here and there. But still, nothing's further with him. Yeah. You know, I haven't even met him, to be honest and stuff. I video chatted with him and stuff like that. But that's about it. I just left it kind of there and stuff. Because if if I can have these great conversations at night too and stuff, then something is just not right. Right. Because really, you got to think about it. Is this how it's going to be? You know, in a relationship, is it just going to be a daytime relationship? No. Right. That's I mean, not normal. Right. Like, Oh, you, you're my daytime you man? Exactly. Okay, let me get a nighttime. Right. Yeah. Let me get a nighttime one and stuff yeah. like that for, to replace you right. and stuff. And then here you are getting upset. Mm-hmm. You know? So, yeah. So, I just keep, you know, keep him at bay and stuff. And that's it and everything. And kind of like just kind of backed off and all that. And however it plays out, it plays out. And that's it. You know, I'm not really pressed about that. But those, you know, a red flag that I kind of saw, and I'm like, nope, um, I don't like it. Nope, not at all. Okay, so. One, uh, possessive for me, being possessive. Yeah, yeah. Overly jealous, especially way too soon. Like, if I haven't even met you yet, right. and you're already getting overly jealous, like, that's a red flag. Like, I don't even think I want to meet you now. Now, I know you got a story. Now, me... <laughs> I know you have well, a story. I don't know why I attract these guys. Oh, my goodness. One, my favorite, I would say right now, is the screenshot of a comment of a of a Facebook friend to my messenger. Who's this? Um, hello, person I've never haven't met yet. Like, why are you questioning me? You know, I, I don't. What makes you think you have that right to question me like that? No. And even if you did have that right, you shouldn't do it like that. Right. All right. Screenshot. Screenshot. You know what? Screenshot is such a big thing now. It's like, it's such a big thing. Now, I can understand if you're in a relationship and you're like, you know, you're trying to talk to them and they're saying, oh, no, what are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. And they're acting dumb. Mm-hmm. And then I can see screenshotting the evidence. Yeah. And, and, and sending exactly. it, telling, showing it to your, to your um, person or whatever, to the person you're with in a relationship. Look at this. You're right. Right. What, what is this? Mm-hmm. As evidence. To prove your point. But, you know, when you're not even in no kind of relationship, you're not boot loving for nothing. You're not, you haven't even met them. 
they're just your Facebook friend. I don't know what it is, but, you know, men talked about women being, you know, jealous or being, you know, um, getting too extra in these face and being Facebook friends Mm -hmm. and thinking they're in a whole relationship with you. But a lot of men do the same thing. They do the same thing. Yep, they do. You know, because I've had similar experiences where I may post something and so I get a lot of, let's say, feedback or a lot of comments and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And so there's always one or two guys that want to go ahead and then send me a private message saying, oh, you're getting a lot of love, you know, I see all your fans or, you know, oh, you're getting a lot of this, this and that or who's this? He's always on your feed. Why are you clocking who's and on stop my watching feed? me. You're crazy. We're not even talking in that way. Yeah. So to me, you get a red flag on your <laughs> messenger so that I know... That no, we're not going further with you because you may be a little crazy. You stay just a Facebook friend, that's right? It. And that's it. You stay a Facebook friend, and you know I'm good. That if you disrespect me in any kind of way, whatever like that, and you act up, you will get blocked. And that's it. And I don't have to know you no more. I have a whole bunch. I mean, it's like 50 people blocked right now. Oh on my, my god, Facebook. That I was like, you know, I don't hear from. I'm not gonna hear from you no more because you are crazy. Something mm-hmm. wrong with you. And these are 50 people that I have not met. I mean, I wouldn't. I don't blame you. The heck? You know, so it's like I don't blame you. You don't want to meet him after that. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, because if you get possessive too fast, it's like wh- why are you even getting possessive? Especially if we're not even in no type of relationship, anything of that sort, right. whatsoever. So I'm not understanding why. Why get jealous and we're not there? Okay. Definitely. I mean, not. so let me see. Another big red flag would be vices, like. The different vices that we have, whether some of it, you know, drinking, mm-hmm. okay, smoking. smoking, you know, excessive weed, smoking. Now, weed, I don't have an issue with weed whatsoever. Mm-hmm. If you're 420 friendly, whatever. And so, but there's sometimes, you know, I'm always like, you know, my kids can can tell you. I say this all the time. Sometimes I'm like, okay, oh, you just waste some weed because <laughs> it's just like, it's just too much. Well, like, how already... are you, how high do you need to be? Yeah. You know, it's like you're not even letting it marinate or nothing. You're just doing extra and stuff. You know, so my thing is that, but but weed is not a big thing. But when you know, when you when you're have um, smoking um, excessively and stuff, you know, like with me, I don't like cigarettes and stuff. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if I'm not gonna really look out for somebody that smokes cigarettes, yeah. um, or that's gonna be a turnoff to me, it's like, uh, and it depends, you know, because there's like levels to that. Because some people smoke cigarettes and you can't really tell. Mm-hmm. So they smoke cigarettes, mm-hmm. but then some are like a walk-in cigarette. Ooh, you can't you, stand you, that. you smell them coming, leaving, Ooh, all up in gosh. your face, trying to kiss no. you. Be like, ew, no, stop it. So, though, you know, certain those little vices and stuff like that. Gambling, you know, it's another big vice or whatever. So, I mean, have you had any kind of any of the oh. issues with the vices? Yes, the drinking. Yes, drinking. And my thing about the drinking is. Red flag is, personally, I, I feel, is when you see, you know, him drinking and it's kind of like, oh, okay, you're drinking, but he'll be quick to say, oh, I don't drink every day. I didn't ask you if you drink every day, so right. why are you sharing guilty. that information with me? That's it's because behavior. maybe you did skip a day in the week, so you feel proud of yourself, like, you let me get a little gold star for it, but yes, something going on. You, you, you know. Yeah, that, that's yeah. that's a big one for a lot of people. Is for the, the drinkers. Whole, you know, 
to see that red flag for the drinkers and stuff. Mm -hmm. when, when they're drinking too much, when you're seeing them. And another one is like when they drink alone. Like, yes. too much. Too much. We're not talking about like a, a little glass of wine after work while you're cooking dinner, shit like that. But when you're sitting there just mm. drinking by yourself, one drink after the other, yes. and everything like that on a daily basis, it's like, you know, that's, that's, too that's much. a hard you thing. A problem. And, you know, you have a problem. And, yeah. and you may need some help. And, and so if you're like in, in an early relationship and you start, you see that, or you see that every time you, you know, you see this person or whatever, or you talk to this person, they're drinking. And it's like, dang, can you just drink some Kool-Aid or something? And like, what? Some water. Right. Liver. Hydrate something. Like, why do you have to have any? Or why do you have to have, you know, some kind of like nasty old 211 or whatever? Oh, my god. You know, some gutter drink and everything. Um, you know, on a regular basis, like, you can't function without it. And then that becomes an issue. So that's mm -hmm. a big red flag of those kind of vices. Gambling, you know, somebody who's always got to be you know at the casino so they always got to gamble be in everybody's little um pool at the office or you know just constantly always betting on stuff all the oh, time oh shoot some dice right it's just like oh my god mm, stop you know, it that can be a Get problem of, yeah i mean it doesn't have to be a problem but it's a potential maybe problem in the future that you need to at least be aware of i would think you know my thing is about with these vices if it's something you don't do and you say no, I don't do that, so I'm not interested. That's okay. You yep. smoke cigarettes, and he smokes cigarettes, and you're not interested. That's okay. Right. You don't smoke weed, and he does smoke weed. You don't like that. That's okay. Right. Like, and if the other person shouldn't drinker, feel offended. Yeah. If you're, so, if you're not you a big know, drinker, and the other person drinks all the time, and you're like, you know what? That's not me. That's and too I don't much. Know. That's okay. You don't have to be with a person that's not, you know, the same about certain things than you. You don't have to, but that's your preference. That's, it's okay to say no, no matter how no, fine no, they are or whatever that, matter. you know, because if you're if you're not on the same level when it comes to certain things, then it may create a problem in the yeah. future. I know? think it, so, it will create a problem, and that's just trying to avoid those problems, you know? Right, right. And with some of the vices and stuff, another, what do you call it, um, behavior vice, mm. I will say, is when you see a temper early on. You know, like getting mad, you know, or, or upset over the smallest things. You know, when you find, um, especially early on in the relationship, you, you should be on the lookout for this kind of thing. If, you know, something, a disagreement or something like that, and the person gets really overly mad mm -hmm. because you don't agree with them or you don't have the same view on something and they get really mad they start screaming or anything like that or they just you know just do anything um to you or towards you and everything over something so trivial that's a big red flag to me because it's just like what are you doing like it's not that deep no it's not and we're adults so we're not always going to agree and it's the way we handle those disagreements is how we're going to be able to progress and move forward. Right. You know? Right. I'm big on that. I'm, I'm big on how you handle situations. And it's the way you handle them is what makes me feel like, okay, I can continue with you. You know? Right. As a potential uh, person I'm dating. You know? If I see that you're just quick to, you know, get upset and because I don't agree with you or something, just something that maybe just not even... With me, yeah, it's just a certain situation while we're out. Right. You know, mm -hmm. uh, whether it be somebody, you know, at the store, something went wrong, and then they go crazy and go off and, 
start screaming, I don't like that. Don't put it on a show. That, that's embarrassing to me. Mm-hmm. I don't the way I handle things. So a lot of it does have to do with how I like to do certain things. And if I don't agree with that, it's like, oh, it makes me uncomfortable. Right. You know, and, and that's the thing. It's not that we have to agree on everything and, and all that, but it's how you handle it. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're getting angry with me because I don't agree with you, and then you're showing that anger instead of just discussing it or just agree to disagree yep. but you're here voicing your anger or maybe doing something towards mm-hmm. me because of your anger or like you said putting on a show out there in public and everything then that's you know a big red flag because it could you know potentially get worse later when they feel actually even more comfortable with me right you know so it's like you know it can be worse or you know more crazy later on and everything so I don't think you know I think that's something that you need to look out for and a lot of people may not see that as a red flag for them but I know for me that's a big red flag how how you know you react to things or you handle disagreeing with things like that especially early on right and those are certain tempers like that and not always but it also can lead to one of the biggest red flags the physical yeah, that's a big one. That's the last one here that we're thinking of, that we talked about, and it's not just oh, boom, a punch in the face. No, guys, we're talking about just a simple push. Right. That's the red flag right there. The first, you know, and this, it, guys, this is not you know just women, you know, men. This is like we were saying in the beginning, men, women, for both, for the women that like to hit on men too. It's it's out there. We've seen yeah, it. Man. They got the, the movie that we used to... Yeah, the Lifetime movie or whatever. Men, men don't, don't tell. tell. Yeah, Men Don't Tell. That was <laughs> oh a big gosh, one. Yes. I mean, you know, you and you have people laugh at it like, oh my God. It's real know. though. But it's a real thing and stuff and it's nothing to laugh about. Mm-hmm. Um, men get, you know, domestic violence against them all the time and yep. everything. They may not say it all the time. They may, they may not, not report it all the time. But it's a real thing. And, you know, when somebody can get physical with you... Like, you know, like you said, Charlie, and stuff, even like a simple push or whatever, that's a start of something because right. they feel comfortable enough that they can go ahead and touch you because they don't agree with you. Yeah. You know, and, and that to me is a big red flag that you're like, you should stop real quick. It's like, oh, oh, so we're pushing now. Okay. Then the next time could be something worse, mm-hmm. you know, and, and especially what we're talking about in the beginning of the relationship. And they're already putting their hands on you like that because they disagree. What do you think is going to happen when you're deeper in your relationship and you disagree or, or maybe you do something they don't like? Are they going to take it to me even more physical with mm-hmm. you? Are they going to go ahead and put, slap you know, you. slap you, yeah. you know, close fist, punch you, yep. you know, throw you against the wall somewhere? And what's one thing, Mona, you said that, what, that simple push or whatever and that quick reaction? Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Or, you know. Oh, the quick apology afterwards? Yeah. That's another red flag in itself. So, if you get some kind of violence against you or whatever, if you get that simple push or whatever because they disagree and then mm-hmm. they follow it up by, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I didn't mean that, I didn't mean it. I'm just, I was just really mad. Mm-hmm. To me, that's somebody who's done that before. Yep. And that, you know, this is what they do, this is their MO. So to me, that's a big red flag. You should put like a stop sign right there. Be like, okay, wait a minute. You yeah. were too quick to apologize. So you know that you were wrong because this you've done this before. Yep. And 
I mean, we all seen those domestic violence movies and everything. What is a person that hits all the time? Always apologizing real quick. Very quick too. Yep. Coming back with the roses. I'm sorry, baby, and all this. And gifts and all that. Yep. You know, it won't happen again, baby. All this, and then within five minutes, they're punching you again because, mm-hmm. you know, you made them angry. So you mm-hmm. know, kind of thing. So that's a big red flag. And the sad thing about it, I see it a lot in young couples. Like in the younger generation, the teenage couples, you see that where, you know, you got to teach these young girls to kind of, um, to look out for these things. And I think, um, parents need to go ahead and, um, talk to their young ladies and men, um, their sons and daughters and stuff when you're in relationships with somebody, um, as a teenager to look out for that because I've heard a lot of domestic violence type things in those teenage relationships. It's sad. It's crazy. It's, it's so crazy, but it, it, it's happening more and more and you know um nobody's worth anything like that that's a big red flag that you should throw on the play and that's it mm-hmm. and you know and stop that whole thing right there and then so you know just no need to really proceed with with it if that behavior is like that and you see those red flags so to me Shirley I said what do you think Lynn? you know if you if you're able to recognize the red flag mm-hmm. whichever one of the red flags it is when do you think it's the best time to call it quits or to get out when will you say i'd say for real the moment i feel uncomfortable okay i feel like you know what we're given so much like as just human beings we're given some we have feelings for a reason so we have a sense of feeling uncomfortable something that doesn't you know it doesn't feel right we have to listen that's the thing is when we don't listen to ourselves is when we end up just get into more issues you know yeah down the line it it just creates more problems and so yeah it's just listening to yourself and that feeling you have like you know your gut like oh no yeah that that good old right that gut feeling says a lot you know and a lot of people don't want to listen to their to what they call their gut feeling and stuff but um sometimes i've you know i've even told my kids is um when you're in a situation and then you know how you feel in your gut like you you become sick, mm-hmm. like you it makes like kind of like you have a stomach ache yeah. or something inside just becomes it, it's painful. It become you become sick or just totally uncomfortable. Then that's your body telling you this is not good for you. This mm-hmm. is not where you need to be. Yeah. So I think you know with these you know red flags and everything, if you recognize it, because you know sometimes the recognition comes from that uncomfortable. You yeah. know, when you don't mm-hmm. feel comfortable. And that's you recognizing. You might not be be able to articulate it, but you're recognizing what this person's behavior is doing to me. I'm not comfortable with it. Right. And I just think that when you feel that um, that place of uh, not being comfortable, that's when you need to decide to call it quits and yeah. get out. Big time. Now, don't don't think, you know, it's all easy peasy and everything like no, that. It's I mean, not. It's not. It's not easy, you know. Some something, especially like with domestic violence, with a hitting physical, that's scary. That's very scary. Um, so you don't have to do it alone. I mean, you know, you reach out to a friend, to your parent, you know, sibling, sibling, yep, to a classmate, coworker, teacher, somebody and stuff. You know, what, somebody whatever, you can trust. Somebody you can trust. Reach out and tell them. You know, you have a problem. You need help. There's nothing wrong with um, getting help for anything. Not at all. You know, and. Um, you know, they can help you to get out of a situation. 
or at least give you some resources as far to get out of the situation, you know. And that's more for like the physical violence and things like that because those are harder to come across, to get over or, or get out of sometimes. Mm-hmm. Or you feel like you, it's harder to get out of. But any of the other red flags and stuff, if you need help in saying you know no or keeping from somebody or just ending the relationship, ask for help. Yep. You know, but the earlier you're able to recognize the red flags, then the sooner that you need to act on the uncomfortable feeling, I think. Yeah, you know? definitely. Just get out. Just try, you know, and like you said, with those particular ones, like the physical and all that, they that can lead to more episodes of maybe some stalking or something like that. Mm-hmm. Who knows, you know, so it's something definitely to kind of... The whole controlling factor. And plan out carefully yeah. and try to be aware of those things, but... Is definitely something you don't want to continue so right yeah so it's anybody you know any red flags they're hard it's a hard thing and like I said when we said in the beginning I mean you know we all been through it and I mm. think you know nobody can say oh no they've never they've never been through it or they've never like overlooked a red flag I think everybody's overlooked a red flag oh, yeah. at some point right you know because you're trying to give somebody a chance you're trying to make it work you want to see it work you know oh my god you love this person so much oh my god he's so fine whatever the case may be mm-hmm. so if you just in that moment it's harder to tell somebody to do something when you're in that moment you know right. when you're looking at you know from the outside in it's easier to say oh do this do that do that but when you're in it Mm-hmm. You know, it's difficult to really sometimes follow advice or whatever, but it's good to, you know, maybe just look out for things and and all that. So, um, it's po- you know, it's everything's possible and everything's I think, you know, for us to just be able to look back and sit back and kind of look at our situation and so forth. Um, for us to be able to act on stuff. So, right. You know, and sometimes you know, listen to things like this, this, this podcast, any other podcast. Or just, you know, seeing these videos that I see all over Facebook and everything, you know, mm-hmm. it kind of help you kind of visualize the situation and then kind of like, wait a minute, you know what, that's kind of like my situation. Right. Yeah, you kind of relate to it. So you relate and everything and you go forward. Um, but yeah, so recognize your red flags, um, see them for what they are, and then just act accordingly. And the sooner that, you know, you deal with a red flag, I think the better in the relationship. So mm-hmm. if you have to end it here at date two, date three, then do that. Do that. You know, okay. if you don't miss a beat, right? Just do it. If you don't recognize a red flag till you know you're already like a year in together or whatever, that's fine. Once you recognize it, if it makes you feel uncomfortable and you're like, "This is not for me," I don't feel comfortable. I'm not happy in this moment. Then you know it's time for you to make a move. Right. And that's it. You matter, so you have to do what's best for you. Yes. Never never be in a situation where you feel uncomfortable and you don't feel good being in it. Mm-hmm. That's the bottom line. Is If you don't feel good being in it, in this situation, in this relationship, then you need to get out of it. That's right. And that's it, you know. So, you know, mi gente and stuff, you know, it's a hard subject and everything. It's something that we can probably talk about for a long time. Definitely. And have multiple conversations on it. Um, but you know, this is just a start. This is the start of this kind of thing. We've been talking a lot about relationships, about communication, dating, pet peeves, you know, um, a lot of, you know, people's habits and things like that, what we're willing to put up with. We've talked a lot about that. And, and one of our last episodes, we talked, you know, about how, um, 
you know, supporting our kids, you mm-hmm. know. One of the basics. One of the basics and everything, dating, um, supporting our kids, and that being a big thing with supporting our kids, you know, it's also, you know, comes what discipline in our mm-hmm. kids. And I think we're going to dive into that whole thing as us being, you know, mothers, Shirley and stuff, you know, we, you know, we go into disciplining and um, rearing our kids a little differently than, you know, maybe the fathers would, right. you know, you know, because we all have, mothers have different relationships with their kids than the fathers do, um, and we discipline accordingly, and um, culturally, I think things are different as well, Definitely. you know, between yeah. cultures, so, well, I want to go ahead and talk about um, how to, you know, how we discipline our kids, how we deal with um, with kids, and when they do certain things or whatever, and maybe how things are different with between cultures and stuff mm-hmm. like that, so... And how we yeah, and how we do things differently than how my mom did it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's it's true. Because different because not everyone's gonna say, yeah, because we're quick to say, oh, that's how we grew up. But it's like we didn't act really. We're not doing everything exactly how we grew up. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? A lot of stuff I would say, you know. Yeah, that thing, you know. I, I'm not doing the same way as my, as my mom did. So. Right, and even like you know how we handle things right now, um, you know, like mine, you know, we I have my daughter who just had a baby and stuff mm-hmm. you know so she does things a certain way or whatever yeah. that maybe i didn't do mm-hmm. when she was little but you have to you know respect and see you know it's, it's a change in time yeah. and, and how things are just different now just like for us you know when we're raising our kids things are different than when our mother raised us That's so right. you know we things happen things change and so you have to progress mm-hmm. but you know i think it'll be a good talk to talk you know see how things are, you know, child rearing, disciplining, especially disciplining, because that's a big it's thing. It's a big thing. That's a big it's thing. It's a big thing, yeah. You know, whether between age group, between, um, you know, culture gaps, all that stuff, it's a big thing. And it'll be good to kind of discuss and kind of go into mm-hmm. into it and stuff like that. And like, you know, parents, we make mistakes and we learn from them and everything. So I think it'll be a good conversation. I definitely agree. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, me, me too, me too. Well, mi gente... Until our next episode, I'm just going to say the same thing. Just keep talking. Ciao. Bye.